We are back, a Black Actors Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, so for this season, we're actually going to uh, do something different. Um, if you were here for last season, um, as you know, that season focused on the new and upcoming actors, um, people who were trying to, you know, get their feet wet into acting, and we just wanted to help those actors, you know, come up and... Um, making sure that they weren't scammed, (laughs) (laughs) things things of the sort. (laughs) So for season two, we actually want to focus on already established actors and give them their flowers because we don't know of any podcast that is doing that. And we just think it's so important to focus on these black actors Mm -hmm. um, and give them their flowers. Absolutely. Because they don't get it enough. Absolutely. So for season two, that is our goal is to just pick a new actor each episode and give them their flowers and and focus on some of their projects, some of their best projects. And yeah, just go from there. Um, So if you did not catch season one, um, I am Tequila. I'm an actor. I'm based out of Georgia. And I am Tish and I am still located wherever the money resides. That is me. That's where I'm based out of. Exactly. And nothing going to change, y'all. <laughs> Ain't nothing changing. So for this episode, guys, we got to start it off right. Um, so we're going to do Angela Bassett for this episode. Angie, um, so yes. Yes, absolutely. Love me some Angie. So we're going to talk about her acting career, her awards, you know, some of her best, some of her pe- best projects and things like that to get it started. Now, Tish, I don't know about you, but my favorite movie of all time was Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my, mine is up there. Uh, but, you know, I can't, I can't change. I can't, I can't, I mean, not change, choose. I can't choose between everything that she did, but Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. That was my fave. I mean, I got some other ones, like What's Love Got to Do With It and How Still It Got oh, to Root yeah. Back. But Waiting to Exhale trumps all yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, mine, mm, mm. Okay, so the Jackson 5 movie. Mm-hmm. Well, series. So that thing was long. I don't know if it was a movie. That was okay. very long. <laughs> okay, cut it up into like seven things. But I love that. And then like for more recent stuff like um, American Horror Story and yes. definitely Black Panther. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So American Horror Story and Black Panther are some of her most recent mm-hmm. uh projects yeah she and that's crazy because she's like she's what 64 64 years old 64 and, years and old. still she still looks the same doing black panther that she did and waiting to exhale and that's just, yes. that's just insane she is not <laughs> aging she looks great at all she's still acting to you know i'm pretty sure she's got things in post-production right now yeah yes. so she's still doing stuff so we can all hope to have like a, a long-standing career like that yes you know, that's, to just that's, keep going. that's my goal that's my goal um auntie angela uh whatever <laughs> you drinking from Whatever fountain of you you're doing, please let us know because I'm trying to get like you. Exactly. She looks amazing. Looks looks amazing amazing. and still she's acting just as hard as she was from the very beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to get into these movies. So I'm going to save Wendy's Exhale because like I said, that's my favorite Mm -hmm. movie and that's actually the movie that I want to dissect today on this episode. But the other two movies that I mentioned, What's Love Got to Do With It and How Stella Got Her Groove Back. 
you've seen both of those movies, right? Dee? Yes. And as a child, <laughs> like, right. I mean, I watched them again as an adult, but when I first watched it, I was what seven? <laughs> right. Looking back, we had no business watching no those movies. business at all, at all. But what's crazy is I understood it even at well, I probably didn't understood it like how I, I think I understood it. I got more of an understanding as an adult, but even younger. You know, I kind of understood it to an extent. I had no yes. business watching these movies. Yes. Yeah. As a child, um, watching both of those movies, I was just kind of like surface level. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for what's love got to do with it? I'm like, wow, she's she's with the man who basically came into her life. Well, first of all, obviously, we know it's, it's a, a movie based on huh. a real character right. you know, based on Tina Turner. And so... I didn't understand that as a child. I'm thinking this is just a story, you know. So um, as a child, I didn't know that this was like a movie. Let about me tell you what actual life. I didn't understand. <laughs> so as a child, Tina Turner and Captain Jackson—they were the same exact person because I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they, this was Angela playing these characters. No man, I, I thought, oh wow, they look mm-hmm. exactly the same. This is this is crazy. My young mind didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Like, but mm-hmm. that's how that's how good she is with the yeah. roles that she takes on. She makes it her own. So it's like, dang, I can't. Was that her? Like, <laughs> like I don't yes. know. Yes, <laughs> and that's what I love when I'm watching something. It's like a biopic, and mm-hmm. um. I, I forget that I'm not watching that actual person. Exactly. And, because, and she's able to bring that. Yes, because as actors, we just talked about this the other day. As actors, when we're watching something, it's hard to not watch it through an actor's lens. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh, everybody hates watching movies with me. <laughs> because everybody it's hard not to. It. We don't be yeah. trying to do it. But like as an actor, when you watch a movie, you think about some other stuff. You like, I am watching do they, are everything. They, do they got mics? Because the audio was low. <laughs> I am watching watching everything I'm like man who, who's the cameraman this thing is this is crappy why is this thing shaking why they got the background people doing that what and then what I hate too is I start looking at the choices the actors are making yes and, mm-hmm. and now I gotta watch the whole thing back because I'm so focused like why did they choose that like, what, mm-hmm. what was their reasoning to say the mm-hmm. line like that man yeah it's, it's but bad. anything that but anything that Angela has been in you know, I've never found myself doing that. I'm so fixated on like her role in any movie that I've seen her in. And she's mm-hmm. been in a lot of movies. I'm always like fixated. I mean, I'm talking about going back to like her, you know, movies like yeah. Empire in Brooklyn, like her classic movies, movies where- And see, I still I still dissect it to the point where I'm like, wow, what, what did she, put her mindset in mm-hmm. how does she prepare i can't watch no daggone movie about nobody right I'm just sitting here like wow okay wait she okay let me write the, oh okay well, how'd she get there yeah, yeah it's, it's bad because she does such a phenomenal mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. absolutely and what's love got to do with that i just watched that recently mm-hmm. and i was like you know because as we said we when we watch these movies as a child we don't really understand the full meaning of these movies. Right. And so when you watch them again as an adult, you're like, wow. And it, <laughs> that that movie's heavy too, you know. It's just very the, heavy. Just the topics that it's touching. Yes. And then like, because I, I want to say, I've seen this movie, I've seen What's Love Got to Do With It like several times. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it recently, I finally understood the beginning of the movie 
Because as a child, when I watched the beginning, I'm like, okay, the, the young girl represents, um, you know, Tina Turner mm-hmm. and her mom walked out on her. I didn't understand that as a child, though. As an adult, I just understood that. I'm like, okay, so the mom left her as a child because of whatever issues with dad. And then, like, as a teen, she popped back up and was like, hey, come stay with me. You know, like, those are things that I didn't get mm-hmm. as a child. <laughs> I think, too, we, as children, we're, we're not exposed to a lot of things. Right. So it's not clicking. But then as adults, we know the traumas of, you know, a parent and mm-hmm. coming back like ain't nothing happened like ma'am exactly you just walked out on me a couple exactly. years ago exactly and then it's especially if you are an adult now and you mm-hmm. experience that so then when you see a right. movie based on it you kind of like you know you're one with the role for example you know like dang I, I know how that feels you know right exactly because kids we're just like oh you know her mom is just she came back. Maybe she went from the store. I don't think we connect like she left, left. Like, yeah. And that's why it's just, it's so funny um, because I was, I saw this uh, TikTok the other day and it was like, my mom downstairs stressed out how she gonna pay bills. And it showed the mom like on the table, sad, crying. And then meanwhile, the child is upstairs, <laughs> like dancing. And she, like, eating. So she all happy, not knowing that her mom is on verge of like- the, of, of, of a mental, like, a mental breakdown. <laughs> But that, that's what it is. As, as parents, yes. we hide things from our children and mm-hmm. they, they will never know. They will mm-hmm. never know. They live in their best life, but we in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's, yes. it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I got that from What's Love Got to Do With It. It was like a lot of masking of emotions, mm-hmm. like starting out from the beginning all the way to the end when, you know, she was just like, oh, you know, Ike was hitting her and she was just like, we're going to get better. We're going to be fine she was ignoring it yep you know she was masking so many emotions it's crazy and then finally she had enough and I think that was important to show it's like no one can push you no one can say listen you gotta get away from this man that woman has to be ready to get away yeah you know and so that was I thought that was really great that they portrayed that in the movie like she gonna get out but she gonna get out when she's ready when she's ready right yeah Mm mm-hmm now, um, as far as how Stella got her groove back, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little triggered by that movie because I feel like I'm Stella sometimes. <laughs> uh, you, you, you out here robbing cradles? <laughs> no, but I have before. <laughs> oh my god! I, not, not, I, I don't say it like that. No, I, I don't can't. Say it I'm like not that. judging you because I had a whole baby with a baby in a cradle, so I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't say anything. Don't say I it like that. I, I, I can't say anything. But no, I, I, I think the youngest I've dated was maybe three years younger than me. Yeah, mine's around there too, like three to four. Yeah. And um, it it was actually like the movie. You know how like in How Stella Got Her Groove At, it started out to where it was like a really fun, refreshing experience. Mm-hmm. You know, he had her dancing and she was letting her hair down and all kind of stuff. And then... Like when they became serious, like the fire kind of like fizzed out. It was like, that's okay, how it always is. That's how it is. That's exactly that's- how it was with me. It was like, okay, well, this is fun. Like, wow. And then eventually I'm like, you know what? He's a man. He just like, whether I was dating an older man or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it don't matter. <laughs> and Even- so it was the same way. Like, it just kind of, 
you know, fizzed out. And then it was like, okay, we're existing at this point. <laughs> yeah. See, mine, I, I, don't, I don't even know what I got myself into from jump. I, I knew better. I knew better. It was you just knew bad. better. There was no fun. It was no happiness at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I just, it was a bad decision. That's why I had to end that real quick. Like, how did I get here? He was very possessive from jump. He, oh, you're going to be my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay, little boy. <laughs> Fine. I didn't have the energy to argue with him. <laughs> I don't have the energy. Those, okay. those, those young ones, man, they're feisty. So yeah, I was the, like, the young ones will have you in a chokehold. Yes. Like yes. Yes, child. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's my take on how Stella got a groove back. Like I, I can. You know, I'm one with that role for sure because I've lived it. But as as always, Angela Bassett did a really great job in that movie. Yes, she did. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to Tay Diggs. He did an amazing job also. But Angela killed it as always. And she and it wasn't even like a dramatic role because she is known for having such dramatic yes. roles. But that role wasn't even dramatic. She was just like a typical woman, but she still just embodied it mm-hmm. so well, you know? It was great. A lot of her roles, she plays like this strong, yep, women type person. Where you know she may be going through stuff, but baby, <laughs> don't underestimate her. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love all of her roles. It seems like all of her roles always have like a a great meaning to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they know not to play with Angela. Like don't don't even cast her for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Don't even try her like that. Like no. If you if you're going if you're gonna have something in mind for her, you better come correct. Exactly. Okay? And I love that. I love mm-hmm. that for her. And um even in like how Stella got a groove back and, and what's love got to do with it, there were sex scenes, but in those movies you couldn't there wasn't like nudity. Right. And I think that was intentional, which I respect because that's one of my rules. Like if I'm I don't think I could do nudity. I don't think I could do it. No, me as well. I, I can do like implied nudity. Right. But mm-hmm. not for, no, my my goodies are for, you know, whatever husband is out there. If you're listening, exactly. sink, I'm here. Exactly. Um, I'm waiting. But no, yeah, I, I, I can't do the nudity. It's yeah, just, me neither. Just that's, not that's for where I, me. Mm-hmm. That's where I draw the line. I can't do it. Now, I could do nudity where like, you think it's my body, but it's really my body double. <laughs> oh yeah, you got like a you got like a stunt double or something. <laughs> yeah. Now I can do that. That's cool. That's cool. But no, as far as for me and my goodies, all I I might as well do a porno. Like yeah, yeah. So. That's how I feel too. Like if I'm doing a movie and there's like a a sex scene in it, like a really explicit sex scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is borderline porn for me and I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. And I, I honestly think that you can still get the point across what have without having to go so deep into like a lot of these exactly. sex scenes nowadays, like we see in it all and we don't really need to see it all. Like that's unnecessary. Right. I'm like we can there are so many as a as a director, mm-hmm. there are so many things you could do to like imply that someone's having sex without actually showing them physically having sex. <laughs> now, what right. I think it is, I think they're starting to use it more as fillers. Like, okay, well, let's stretch this out so I don't have to write more to this storyline. No, mm. no, just show this. We know, we know what it is. We That's adults. lazy. That's we, lazy. We adults, we know how the scene goes. Yeah. Like, and no. and I think that. Um, 
I think that, you know, there are some actors out there who are uncomfortable with it. We're focusing on black actors. So I think that there are some black actors out there who may be uncomfortable with it. And that might limit their, like, potential, like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this industry. Like, dang, I mm-hmm. got cast for something, but they talking about they want me to be nude and I don't want to do it. So it's like, right. that could really be a make or break for someone's career. Mm-hmm. Because I know if I get like a, a a big role, something that I feel like is my big break, but it has I have to, you know, do have a you know be nude. I would have to turn it down, you know. So. Yeah, and that that that's gonna kill me. And 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 I've you know turned down something before where I just was like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And I really was sitting there crying about it because I'm like, dad. Like, dang, it sucks I'm, to have more. The, the right, like, the, the right, like this, this could have been my make or break. But like I always say, what's for me is for me. And that exactly. obviously was not for me. So. Exactly. And it won't feel forced either. It right. Feel, exactly. It'll be it'll be natural. Like, wow, this was yeah. definitely for me. So, yeah, no worries there. So I want to talk about Wayne Six Hill because that is my favorite movie, as I mentioned. So... Um, per each episode, guys, we will focus on, you know, we'll talk about our fave uh, movies and then we'll kind of like dissect one of those films. Um, and so the film that I want to dissect is Waiting to Exhale because like out of all movies, and I mean all movies that I have seen with Angela Bassett in them, <laughs> I think that Waiting to Exhale is like by far the best, best performance in my yes. opinion. Like, Wow. And if you haven't seen Wayne Six Hill and you are black, shame on you. Like, <laughs> shame on I you. I mean, that's like it. We, so as black people, we have, I, well, I don't know if every other culture has this, but we have like some, a list of movies where you, if you ain't see it, give me a black card. Exactly. And this is, this is one of those. This black is one of those removed. movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because like, I mean, her, her character Bernadine, mm-hmm. man, listen, it's just so much about I could say about it, but I, I it's just wow. So, what did I like about this movie? Wayne Tixell, it, it for those who haven't seen Wayne Tixell, you know, it, essentially it was a movie about you know four black queens mm-hmm. who were just going through everyday shit as a black woman, <laughs> right? To put it lightly, you know, um, you got one one woman who's getting a divorce. Her husband is leaving her for a white woman. You got one woman whose son is gay or he thinks he's gay. Teach, chime in and help me in case I get something wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. You, no you're, you're right. So basically, you got the divorce the divorce character. You got the mm-hmm. mama mama's boy, you know, character. You mm-hmm. have the one, and you know. Whitney's character kind of had a lot of aspects oh, to Whit- her. I, Whitney character is me. Whitney had a hard time finding a man and keeping a man. And, and that <laughs> And not only that, so okay, so it was a lot for for her character like once she had her mother in her ear. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, you he's a good man. How? He got a whole wife. Listen, How is he a good man? Listen, Mom? I How? went through that. I'm telling you, I went it's not even about it's not even about him being a good man. It's about mothers wanting their daughters to marry because they just, yes. they're like, you know what? I don't, I don't care. Just be with someone and, and, you know, get married because I didn't get married and I want better for you. That's how, that's how black mothers, you know, and want see, their kids I, to be. I didn't grow up with that. So my mother didn't really care. Um, my grandmother as well, but my great grandmother, Ooh, child, my baby mm-hmm. daddy, you couldn't tell her nothing about my baby dad. When y'all gonna get married, ma'am? <laughs> Ma'am, we're not. Like, that's over, ma'am. 
<laughs> oh, that boy is good. Just give him time. See? Give him time. See? No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. You couldn't tell that lady nothing about my baby father. She loves herself so much. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Grandma. It mm-hmm. still ain't Rest gonna happen. Peace. But... <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. It ain't gonna happen. But But she definitely was in my ear just, when y'all gonna get married? Mm -hmm. And I think, too, in my family, um, on my mom's side, anyway, like, the immediate family, the marriages didn't last. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they did, they were putting up with a lot that they shouldn't have. Right. They were just married because they feel obligated to stay in yeah. for kids for, you know, whatever. But and they I don't happy. I don't know if that's like a, a mindset because, you know, we we live in a different time. They didn't. They they lived in a time where, you know, they may have had to depend on a man mm-hmm. um, to, to do better. They couldn't do things. I know at one point as as women, we couldn't do things without our, our husband's signature or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we could not be independent. Now we could be ind- as independent as we want to be. Mm-hmm. So exactly. It's, I think that has women. a little. Yeah, I think that has a little bit to do with it. Yeah, because these days black women are making more than black men. Yes. <laughs> or just you know, just yes. women making more than men. Period. You yeah. Know, it's, it's different times now because back then, you know, women needed men to survive financially. Yes. They and needed. um, and that was another part of Whitney's character. What was her name? Su- Suzanne, right? Suzanne? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And so her character too was a, a career woman. You know, she she had it all for herself. She didn't need no man. Exactly. And there, there was a scene where she told her mother off, and I was I was like, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. She's like, well, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, be happy with who you are. Exactly, but... exactly. Because that's that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So we got so we got Bernadine's character, the divorce mm-hmm. character, the the career ambitious woman. Uh, mm-hmm. The woman whose son was struggling with his sexuality, and then what was the, the fourth oh, one? And the one just hopping around from person to person. She just, yeah, I'm gonna call her the hoe because that's what it was. It was <laughs> she was she was trying to find herself. She, she was, was she was trying, finding herself. <laughs> she was finding herself every every single night. She was finding herself. <laughs> but listen, Russell and Aaron are so And then and then mad because like, why am I sleeping with this dude? Girl, Russell, I'm, I'm, I've been Russell there, had her in a chokehold. Yeah, in a whole chokehold. Okay. Okay. Russell had her in a chokehold. It was not letting her go. And, and then Silas throwing oranges at her. Listen, you gotta you gotta watch the movie. If you have not watched that movie, you gotta watch it because it's I mean, it's a staple in the black community for one. Yes. yes but going but going back to Angela Bassett, she did a phenomenal job in in, in this in this movie. Her character was the divorce character. Just that closet scene alone. Listen, the closet scene, oh my God. I go crazy when I see that scene. I I just, I go crazy because I felt that rage before. I've Mm -hmm. never done something like that where I've, where I've lit somebody's stuff on fire, but I've felt that type of rage, you know. I think we've all as women Yes, yes. Like just, oh my gosh, she was done. And what's crazy is, I think it was very important that the movie started out with them. They could have started off with any other character, but they started off showing, you know, him and her, the you know, husband and wife. He basically told her, I'm leaving you for another woman. So it starts out with that. It starts off heavy immediately. Like, what? What do you mean? You know, she's kind of confused. And then it just shows her 
throughout the movie just going through the motions you know she was angry she was depressed she cut all her hair off and then in the and then she met someone you know you know they had their little situation (laughs) the little entanglement going on (laughs) and in the end she was happy in the end they all were happy they were Mm -hmm. happy with themselves ultimately right they were just happy with just life being life you know living on their own Mm -hmm. by their own terms you know because there's just so many standards that we as black women feel like we have to fit within but we really don't like we can live how we want to live you know and I think that's really the the moral of that movie yes absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. be okay with who you are and don't let anyone pressure you and I think they all had pressure coming from some some one way or another yes exactly you know just from several different directions whether Mm -hmm. it was their career whether it was from their mom from work whatever you know Mm -hmm. it was just something always affecting them um so Tish what did you how did how did Angela Bassett's character affect you in that movie well she told me not to trust these niggas that's one thing I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> but no, but like going off of what we what we said, she really she stood up for herself. Yes, you know mm-hmm. she she's like, hold up, what you're not gonna do is, mm-hmm. and I think as women, not just as black women, but especially as black women, you know this this is for everybody, but especially black women, we have to stand up for ourselves. Absolutely, and we have there's so many stigmas about us. Um, for instance, like he left her for a white woman, and mm-hmm. he said he said to her, "Would you would you rather it a black woman?" And mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I would rather you have been black." So it's like we get stomped on. He probably was like, "Okay, well, she's not you know as independent as you are. Mm-hmm. She she'll be more submissive than you." Like he probably had a whole list of rules that are supposed to be negative for us. Yeah, but really they're positives for us. Exactly. But they want us to hate us to hate ourselves so bad. Mm-hmm. And Angela was like, Mm-mm, "Not today." So if anything, if she taught me anything was to love myself wholeheartedly. Exactly. Exactly. Love. That's what I learned from her character too. Is to is to put myself first because yes. I don't care. I don't care what you know. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you're married. You've been married 20, 30 years, whatever. You have to put yourself first if you're mm-hmm. gonna be in any type of relationship. You know, any like, relationship because you can't take care of anyone else unless you are taken care of. You know, mm-hmm. and I and I mean, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, all of that. All like, of that. You have to be good first. So, what I learned from her is to make sure that I'm taken care of first because when he left her, you know, she felt used and abused because he had this grand career. And she had nothing, you know. She had she played she played build a man, right? She built she built and then, him, <laughs> and then this man, this built man, decided, okay, you know what? I'm done. Let me walk out. No, it don't work like that, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After she poured all of what she had into him, you know, he was like deuces. I'm out. And here she was. You know, she didn't have a career. She didn't have anything because she was so focused on being his mm-hmm. wife and being a mom. So that was what I learned. And I was just having this conversation with someone the other day, and I was, you know, he was basically telling me that, you know, he doesn't, 
want to chase an ambitious woman. And I think a lot of men feel like that. They don't want the ambitious woman. They want a woman that is willing to basically do nothing while the man brings home the bread and butter and the woman just, you know, sits there and does nothing. And I don't really understand that. Um, I just, I don't understand that. I I think it's more (laughs) of a power thing than anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we in 2022, so good luck finding you a non-ambitious woman. <laughs> good luck finding a woman who wants to just be a, I mean, I'm not going to say be a bum, but just doesn't want to better herself. Right. You know, like women, there are women all around who, who are trying to better themselves. It may not look like they are, but they're trying mm-hmm. to better themselves. So if you don't want a woman who's doing that, I don't really understand. It, it, it's like, it's giving like self-esteem issue like I have to have a woman that is below me in order to feel high that's what I'm getting no literally it is a self-esteem issue right and um a lot of men are built up that way and it starts you know with their mom Mm. starts at home it starts Starts at at home home. yep all right so let me get into these awards by Angela Bassett because I know she got so many (laughs) right because as we said like all of these powerful roles that she's had of course she's you know she's been given her flowers in that respect so according to my research this is just um this is what I was able to find it may not include 2022 awards um but according to my research she has won three black real awards one golden globe which is a Big deal. <laughs> yes. One Hollywood Walk of Fame, 13 Image Awards, one Saturn Award, and one Screen Actors Guild Award. And that, that is amazing. Is a lot. And I was, I actually um, was Googling, like, I was bored. And I like, I like to know when it gets started. So I was just Googling. And she used to do theater. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. She used to do theater. But I was Googling and just looking at, what her awards were for and I'm like how she didn't win in that who was she going against because like there was <laughs> stuff for waiting at exhale that she didn't she didn't win for what? um there was stuff for what's love got to do for that she was just nominated and didn't win for and I said this is impossible right. okay and that I honestly think that a lot of stuff is rigged, but that's a that's a that's a thing for another time, guys. Wow. But yeah, there's it's, I feel like there's a lot of awards that she should have got mm-hmm. that was really stolen from her. She doesn't Absolutely. have an Oscar, right? She does not have an Oscar. What the heck? What what, 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 what is that about? What is that yeah, about? Yeah, I got problems. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she absolutely she's absolutely deserving of this. Mm-hmm. She um, she's had a very long career. She's been acting for a very long time. Yes. She has yes. been in her time, like, in the She industry. has. And like I said, she started off in theater, which I did not know. So I was looking this story up, and she said she actually saw um, James, L- James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he was in Fences. And she saw mm-hmm. him on stage, and she said, I want to do that. I want to make people feel like that. That's what I want to do. And she went to Yale got trained at Yale and she became who she is today and that's that's how I feel too when I watch actors like especially like Angela Bester I want to make people feel like that yes absolutely that's amazing I did not know that she did theater initially yeah me neither she was in um Ma Rainey's Black Bottom 
Ooh, I would love to see that. I'm pretty then, sure I wouldn't be able to find it anywhere. I, it so no, because I go- I was Googling for at least a good hour and I couldn't find not name one clip. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to just, just see her in that. Yeah, I would love to see her in anything theater because she, yeah. does, she does so good, like, mm-hmm. you know, on film. I would love to see how she does in, like, a live performance. That would be crazy. And I've noticed, you know, they say if you can do theater, you definitely can do TV, TV and film. And that's probably why she's such a strong actor, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So for those that don't know, when you're doing theater... You have to, like, basically, whatever your role is, you have to take it up times 10. Times <laughs> 10, yes. <laughs> like, you have to really emphasize mm-hmm. your role in theater. So, that's why some people, when they switch from theater to film, they have a hard time toning it down because... That is so, me. <laughs> I am that. so used to being on 10. <laughs> I had, I had did um, an acting class, and she was like, oh, my God. Latisha, that's how she said my name. Latisha. <laughs> Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, I loved it so much. Just bring it down, okay? Just bring it down. <laughs> I can't. I'm a theater actress. We need you to calm yeah. down, ma'am. <laughs> I'm three at trickle. I can't bring it down. Right. But yes, yeah. I have I have such a hard time just dialing it back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's common though. That's common. <laughs> Oh, well, that concludes our episode, guys. We just want to thank Angela Bassett um, for contributing to the pool of Black actors. We wanted to use this episode to give her her flowers because she is phenomenal, amazing, beautiful, talented, all of that. All of the above. (laughs) Right. Thank you for setting the pathway for us. Absolutely. Setting the bar so high. Like, wow. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Um, We will see you next Sunday. Um, Episode two will be uh, Chadwick Bozeman. So we hope to see you then. Yes, see you then. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye.